Attention, attention, my black brothers. What I want y'all to do right now is take out the do-rag. The silky ties down. I want to see the waves glistening. If you got nappy hair, pick it. Don't let nobody discourage you. Ariel. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, Lord Devery, and welcome back to another episode of That Black Boy Podcast, where I create a space where black boys can be themselves and so much more. I hope everyone is having a great day. Welcome back to another episode. I miss everybody. Woo! That was very basic. That was ugly. So, today, hope everybody's doing good. So, today, I have another guest on the show. I have a really good friend on the show, Damon. Yes, hello, hello, hello. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Damon is going to be on the show with me today. We're going to talk about so many things. But the funny thing about it, first of all, I remember I used to call your name, Damien. Right, yes, you you said the chick. Sir. I used to be like, Damien. You used to be like, where's the Brittany at? That's not me. So I was I was Different adamant. People. Listen, I was adamant on getting your name right. You practice? Yes. I was like, Damon. Damon. <laughs> Snaps for Devery, everyone. <laughs> Snaps for Devery. So, first of all, thank you for being a part of this show. Thank yes, you for being a, being a part of this podcast. Because I, trust me, there's going to be some stuff in the future. You're going to be like, I was a part of that. I'm going to be like, I was with him. Yes. I, know him, so I was thank at the bottom. Now we up. Thank you. So, first, I want to ask you what made you want to be a part of this show or episode and what Black Boy Joy means to you? Yes. So I think um, I follow the show. I'm a creeper in the background. I'm like, let me listen. Let me Ooh! see what's popping. You got to make sure I'm doing good. <laughs> yes, I have to check in. So um, I listen to the show. I've listened to the topics. I feel your vibe. Um, and so, you know, I'm like, oh, when you asked, I was like, oh, bitch, it was I'm here random for too. it. It was out of nowhere. <laughs> so I was like, yes, I want to do that. Um, yeah. I'm a big lover of some type of podcast. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites is Two Dope Queens, and I think your vibe... HBO! Yes, girl. I've seen it. But the podcast itself... Is better? ...wins. Okay. I haven't heard the podcast, but I, like, after I seen you post something, and I seen the video with them yes. on the flute and Lizzo, <laughs> yes. and I was like, yes. this is a vibe! Yes, it is such a vibe. So, tune in, um, but... Yeah, so, like, I don't know, your podcast reminds me of that vibe. Like, it's just, you can come be fun and, you know, talk about some shit, do some shit. Yes! Yes, you can. Listen, okay. first of all, we do are... some shit. First of all, <laughs> motherfucker, we are rated... Oh, no, oh, <laughs> we are okay. rated mature. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, guns. you can definitely be yourself. I mean, unless you're trying to get too provocative, I mean, you got to make sure if your parents no, ain't listening, nobody ain't no, listening where you talk about I'm somebody. Then <laughs> you good. But, no, yeah, I want to create a space where everybody can be themselves. That's the thing. I want men of all sorts to come on and have a conversation or if they want to access co- topics or whatever or ask me i want that so thank you yeah. for being a silent creeping listener yeah i'll be looking at my listeners i'll be like bitch this way <laughs> <laughs> so yeah first yeah. we have so many topics that i would like to talk about we're probably not gonna get through them all but there's gonna be so many things so everybody get ready get ready get ready so like i always do i go into the spotlight and this week's spotlight is going to go to one of my favorite shows in the our, whole wide world. Okay, our yes. favorite shows in the whole wide world. And it is Noah's Ark. Yes. So Noah's yes. Ark was a logo television original show that was broadcasted between um, 2005 and 2006. And it was basically about a group of friends, Noah and his Ark, which is um, Alex, uh um, Ricky and Chance while they mm-hmm. navigate their lives as queer men in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, and it lasted only two seasons, but they did drop a movie called Jumping the Brew. I haven't seen that. 
I know, disappointment. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't sip wine on me. I was like this, what? So, yeah, that was a spotlight because um, the show is actually on YouTube right now. So, if anybody's interested in watching Noah's Ark, it is on YouTube the first two seasons. So, there's, like, only 16 episodes. But, like, it is so, like, needed for queer men to see the visibility. Honestly, the show made me feel like, oh, shit. Yes, we could do it. We're here. We're living. We're doing this. Like, I don't know. It's such a model for, like, how... I don't want to say it's a model because yeah. you ain't got to do it like that. But, like, you know, it's like, representation. It's representation and it gives you something to like see and something to, I don't know, like help you kind of understand. Yeah. Um, it's just a nice feel. Yeah. It's such a good show. And it's funny because, like, <laughs> we talk about this, but we watched this shit when we was young. Like, okay, so it no. came out. <laughs> well, <laughs> Debbie, speak for yourself, sir. I don't know what you were doing fast. <laughs> Watching little Noah's Ark. Right, don't let your children, if you got kids, be watching Noah's Ark. No, I didn't watch Noah's Ark until I want to. <laughs> you're petty, and I hate you. I didn't watch Noah's Ark until I like was it. I'm really <laughs> like, when did I watch Noah? So I watched Noah's Ark. Mm, Ten. Fully. No, no, no. Heck no. I didn't know what I liked at the time. I think I actually watched it in college. I actually yeah, seen same. like something about it on like Instagram. Instagram was popping at that time. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I was like, oh, what is Noah's Ark? And I read about it, and I was like, oh. Yeah. This was the thing, and I was yeah. watching. And I was like, I was so in love just because of like the variety of gay men that they had on the show. I know. <laughs> Everybody was so unique. Everybody had a story. Yeah, like, and it, it was things that you really that happened. Yeah, to like, them. Like at that age, I wasn't like I didn't know what the fuck happened. This yeah. shit was but, like to just to see like sex in a city s vibes. Yes, gay men like a married yes. couple, a boyfriend, the a gay mom. girlfriends. <sighs> just, just such a beautiful too show. Much. So, did you have a favorite character? I think I enjoyed Noah. I don't know because Noah was kind of annoying. As he was very innocent, he was very. He like, was so innocent, but I don't know. I enjoyed his character. Yeah, I loved his. I love to see his. I love to see his like growth of his his relationship with Wade. Yeah, that's what I loved. Like everybody else already came in with stuff. Oh, so cute. But like when I watched, I was I'm watching the first two episodes right now, and I'm over here like, oh my god, like, <laughs> and I was like bawling. Like there was a quote when like Noah and him started to like mess around, and he was just like. I'm nervous, but I'm happy, but I'm nervous. And, like, yeah. Noah, uh, Noah was like, I'm there for you, or, like, I'm here to comfort you. And Noah didn't know what that meant. He, he was talking to his friends, like, I don't know what that even means. And I was like, bitch. See, I don't have those experiences, which I think are beautiful. But, yeah. you know, not me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just nice seeing that and be like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, I can get into the romance of a story. Yeah. And, like, the depth of a story. And his story was so, like, romantic. It was a nice story. So, yes, anybody, if you are interested in seeing some good quality um tv s vibes of black queer men um you definitely should look up noah's ark it is on youtube please, watch it. please it's only two seasons i think it's only 16 18 episodes so that's not like too long and it's like 30 minutes mm-hmm. like less than 30 minutes so yes look into that yes noah's ark wins it is so we're gonna go right into our topic of keeping it real our topics oh. are going to be real mm-hmm. honest and there it is so this topic this week's topic i want to dive into like you know life after college and going into like this corporate space the reason i actually actually wanted you to be on the show is because we have kind of a similar story of us moving to the dmv area by ourselves and like trying to navigate spaces and figure out what we want to be and you actually got into like this corporate space and i was like you know wanting to get your understanding of how you still be how how you still were able to still be you or how you tried to like you know fix that i mean do that so my first thing is how was it moving to the dmv from wherever you from and you can tell people Okay, so um, everyone, I'm from Alabama, um, born and raised in Birmingham, Alabama. If you're from Ooh. the 205, no. shout out. <laughs> no. 
No. I, just, I was going to say, y'all don't even know anything no. about the 205. No, yes. If you're from the 205 or you know anything about the 205, right. shout out. Anyway, um, so being from Alabama, I went to the University of Alabama um, 45 minutes down the road. So my scope was always kind of tight in like living quarters and how I would survive out in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving to DC was just kind of a thing that I said I wanted to do for myself. I knew there was more out in the world. Like I was able to travel and stuff in undergrad. So I knew that things existed. Um, and I just wanted to be a part of them. I have family in DC. So I was like, you know, it'll be a cool move. Um, I can do it. Um, you know, I've always been very brave and just like said, I want to just do whatever. Cause why not? Who's stopping me? Um, so yeah, I was like, let's go for it. So, um, me and my partner at the time decided that we're going to catch a, or we're gonna grab a U-Haul. <laughs> like catch a what? Catch a cab? No, no, no. We got we got a U-Haul. Um, and literally packed up all my shit, put my car on a hitch, and drove like fifteen hours straight to DC. So was this like last minute, or no? I mean, you no, knew. it wasn't last minute. Okay. Like I had gotten city year. Yeah. Um, uh, another friend. I told you I have all my friends are from city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did. You know that situation. Um, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, what is that? But it's AirPods. So I did that situation, <laughs> um, and then I was like. Uh, that wasn't working. But anyway, wait. Yeah. So what I decided to do um, after choosing City Year was like to move here. I said, I'm yeah. going to do it. Um, so yeah, we drove. I'm here. Oh my God. And I was like, let's figure this shit out. So like, how was it for you to like move to this area with like, just by yourself? Like, was that nerve wracking? Did you have any like, like motivation? Was there any hardships that you had to deal with? I'm always down to do, like I said, new stuff. Like, I'm just so excited about things all the time. I have ADHD. And oh, we all do. I think all of us Probably ADD. Do. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so, like, my mind is always looking for, like, what's fun, what's next, what can I enjoy? Like, yeah. what's out there? Yeah. So, a move and just, like, in a positive way, like, a move is, like, just something that I want to do. Um, yeah. Just something I want to experience. Yeah. So, I wasn't scared. I was like, let's do it. Ciao. Let's see how this works. I don't know. It'll be fun. Yeah. I was kind of <laughs> the same way. But, like, I kind of was nervous because I'm, like, very, like, family-oriented. But mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to go to a space that, like, was a friendly, more friendly or more accepting to us. Yeah. So, like, I purposely chose D.C. Like, I was, like, planning on coming here for two years. But, like, I think I was just nervous because, like, I had nobody to, like, lean on when I came mm-hmm. out here. Like, there was no excuse. There was nobody I could, like, turn on. Or, like, if I, like, something happened, I could, like, run to them. So, like, it was nerve-wracking. But, like, it definitely taught me maturity. Mm-hmm. And it definitely taught me, like, how to deal with things. It does. In my own space and in my own, like, res- in my own responsibility. So, like, I appreciate it, but then there are moments I'm just like, bitch, I wish I was back home. Right, right, like, right. So. Yeah, I understand that. So, like, I think in a similar vein, I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, what am I about to get my shit into, yeah. like, myself into? Um, but, yeah, it's been been pretty positive so far i know i first of all your instagram be having me weak like you be having me weak. i'll be cracking up like i'll be like what is he doing like Y'all, he is you don't know his life. i do the fucking most on instagram okay your your, your airpods keep trying to connect <laughs> <laughs> and this shit is like not your airpods no <laughs> try right but you were what you were saying um your instagram just love I just it. Just be out there. And that's what I love about your Instagram. Like, you are just unapologetically you. Yeah. Which, like, goes into, like, my other conversation about, like, corporate. Yeah. So, like, how do you keep yourself in a space where they want you to conform? Or yeah. they used to want us to conform? Yes. So, um, I think I mentioned this you mentioned this to you earlier, Debbie, that, like, in undergrad, I did, a, like, a thesis-type paper oh, on, like, did. what professionalism is it's in the corporate the setting. setting. And, like, what I wrote about and what my perception was has been completely different, first of all. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Corporate space is, like, changing. It's very... 
I would say not accepting yet, but it's getting it's it's moving. Yeah. Um, so I think that's pretty cool to like just see how a lot of spaces do allow you to be yourself. Um, the space that I'm in now with my current um, job is very very accepting like i feel 100 percent free yeah. to come to work how i want come on there are yeah don't be telling like, me going in there with your legs out no there are, there are <laughs> levels to this shit like don't be up in you there you ever doing. heard that your whole romper on like what's popping no, good morning look, ass out <laughs> good day me to a rich nigga no not at all <laughs> not at all there are levels there are right. lines and there are boundaries and mm-hmm. i stay in them and that, you know that like they're simple boundaries though like right. things that you're just like don't do, sir. You know this. So you do know? people like ever be like, what is he wearing? Or like whisper, or did it always just give you compliments? I always got compliments. Oh like in my other space, it was very um, not me, not black. Yeah. And they were very just like amazed about like things. It's like fashion, we were foreign objects. Foreign objects. I felt like a spe- spectacle like every like, day. But you don't get dressed every day. <laughs> right. You don't, you don't, <laughs> you don't see these things. These, Where you don't are put you? these matches, these prints. <laughs> right. Like, you know. So that was nice, and it was interesting. Uh, or it wasn't nice, but it was weird, just, like, not feeling like I could be myself because someone was always looking. I'm like, look, yeah. I don't want that damn attention. Like, I'm yeah. just coming to work to do my job, and I threw on some fucking jeans and tennis shoes, and you're amazed. Like, yeah. I don't want that's that. The, that's the capacity <laughs> right there. Those white people just don't time. understand Amanda <laughs> Seals. That is the thing that just <laughs> makes me laugh. Is like, yes. you all are so amazed about us when we have... I think that's why they love black people. Is like Because we have this unapologetic like culture behind us. Yes. We just... Yes. Uh, we, we are. We have, we, we have sauce. Sauce. And they just dripping, be so me- mesmerizing. It's just so natural. <laughs> like, I just put on like a, a nice fitted shirt and some like destroyed jeans, yeah. bitch, and some good shoes. They'll be like... <gasps> Day. What is this? Day. And I'll be like, <laughs> this is an old ass shirt with these yeah. jeans I've got. It's so weird, but you know, um, I don't know. So that made it weird, but in my space now, um, there's a lot of diversity. Um, I'm very grateful for like where I'm at because yeah. it is so like welcoming. And I just feel like I'm just being held. I don't know. It's so nice. Okay. With the it's dream. See, listen, I hate corporate. <laughs> that was, yeah. I, I wanted, I, now I'm starting to want to get into the space of corporate because like it is, ugh, Unfortunately, like where the money is at, because yeah. it's like consistent. But like, I just hated the corporate mindset behind everything because I just felt like it was just too like black or white. Yeah. Like there was no gray areas where like you could be yourself. Like you always had to like. If I came into a space, like I did temping mm-hmm. before I got to the job I'm at now, Same. and I was <laughs> temping is where. Listen, if you, it's nothing wrong with doing temp agency. Hell. It's no, nothing because when I tell you, when you see that check every Friday, yes. who's mad? Oh, I was who's like, oh, I'm a, I was sitting at the front desk. Listen, I used to be like, hello, thank you for calling. Don't know we your ass. They gonna be here for two. You only here for like Look, two weeks. I do my job. I go home. Right, but think about it, that shit. It's so it just basically made me every time I go into a space, I felt like I was an eyeball out because I definitely would be dressed myself like mm-hmm. i would be you know i'll have like my like um messenger book bag with mm-hmm. like a nice button up and it just i wouldn't be too we're saucy formal. people like right saucy people and like, they would literally be like oh hello do you work here and i'm like yes <laughs> bitch technically i do but <laughs> yes but like it just used to blow my mind how they were and like they yeah. were also like people would like be like mm, you're not supposed to wear that like your your legs are out or like you know your shirt's yeah. supposed to be not and i used to be like why is this so like why can't i be myself yeah like i don't want to be walking around with this you know, this blue suit or black suit. Like, I hate suits. Right. So, like, I hated that. But, like, now I think millennials are taking everything and making it, like, ourselves. Yeah. Because, like, now, like, jobs are making it be business cash. So, you can, like, wear, you know, very relaxed jeans. Like, I mean, you can't wear, like, like, uh, distressed jeans. Yeah. Which is fine. But, like, you can be more of yourself in these corporate spaces. And I don't know if it's just because times are changing or they realize, like, that they have to hire these kids that are coming in, like, 
themselves yeah you know yeah it's a it's a difference in like the hiring pool for sure um i know people just at a time like that's just kind of what the vibe was and we as millennials and we as people who pride like in who we are and like how we carry ourselves some of us um i think (laughs) i think yeah like jobs just have to be accepting of that and accepting that i mean and there's research behind stuff Mm -hmm. like too like people perform better when they're happier at their jobs and yeah. like what makes people happy is how they look how they feel yeah now jobs are having to like look at their 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 employees well-being right because before they would just be like you work you know, in triple you work overtime here. shut up <laughs> yeah, shut up <laughs> shut up but now i think it's because we have this i don't know i think i really do believe it's because the millennials are starting to like come in and just be like we fucking shit up i don't know if this is good or bad thing myself. but like i think it's just we like want to be happy where we're at and yeah. like i know like older people used to be like bitch we're all about the feels. Work is not supposed to be happy. Work is supposed to be getting a check. But I'm like, We're if my life is me working, I want to at least be I happy. I feel right. Like, I'm not going to be over here working uh, 80 hours a week and my back starts to hurt and I'm right. over here just getting this penny-ass paycheck. No, like, I want benefits. Right. And I think that's also been a problem, too, like, like us being in a space that technically had older people. Like, how has it been for you being, like, I, I assume that you're, like, one of the youngest, many, one of the, like, I mean, or many of the young yeah. ones at your job. How do the, like older people that have been there senior or seasoned people treat you all yeah um i know i feel really bad because i don't like <laughs> in my current situation things are nice so like because again like the, yeah. the pool is so diverse like i work with so many different types of people so many people from so many different backgrounds like yeah. and they're all able to kind of just see us as individuals mm-hmm. so it's nice um but in my previous experience i would say just like having to deal with that in itself. Yeah. Um, it was never a bother, but it was just like, again, don't make me uncomfortable just for being. Yeah, bitch. I would be in that Terrible. bitch ra- ra- raising hell. Terrible. I'd be flipping shit like, bitch, you think, ah! Right. Because <laughs> I always like, I feel like there's a real thing of like, what is it like, ageism? Mm-hmm. Like, I literally think that like people do not respect us because like we either have not experienced a lot mm-hmm. of things or we're these babies or we're trying to come in and change how things are, but it's just like, at some point, you need to, like, listen to this new wave. Right. Like, I understand right. y'all don't, y'all don't want to incorporate social media into your job, but, like, bitch, nobody knows who you are. Yeah. And, yeah. like, we know how to work social media, like, it's a full-time job. Like, right. <laughs> like, we're here. We're here. You can do shit. I can upload this. Like, I'm at my job right now. <laughs> I literally took on another position. Yeah. Granted, I'm not getting paid for it, which I should, but I am now our communications manager. Mm-hmm. So now I'm running our social media page. I'm running, I mean, all our social media like outlets. I'm running our website. I'm over here tracking things. I just am over here like, why have we had this? Yeah. And it was because the people that worked there before just did not know, understand it. Like, do it. I had to explain to like what a story was. Mm-hmm. An yeah, Insta story. Come on. And I was trying to explain it. And they were just like, I'm confused. So like, <laughs> Wait, what's the difference between Insta Go page and feed? <laughs> Go through. Oh, Chad, if I show them, if I show them yours, they'd be like, "Oh my God, is this what everybody does?" <laughs> I see nipples. <laughs> I see nipples. <laughs> what's happening? What in the world? But no, I I literally laughed at it. I just don't even know how to explain it. I'd be like, "Yeah," but it's because we're in a culture where like. We are immersed in it, and they are not. They are. So they're choose to do old-fashioned shit and be like, why Like, why don't people, like, know about us? It's just mm-hmm. like, bitch, if you ain't promoting on Instagram or if you're not in social media or have a website where you people can, like, look at you, you're a nobody. <laughs> you don't exist. And that's why I think, like, these companies need to, like, really invest in us. They have to. And I think that's the best thing about being in the position that we are is yeah. that we're kind of being bred with these things. We've, you know, like, technology started with us like we were yeah, able we were to the like guinea grow, pigs. right we were able to grow and learn this shit and keep experiencing it. and so now we have so much value in ourselves that it's okay to say like 
I'm that bitch. Like, I know what I'm doing. Like, come to me. Respect yeah. it. You but know? do they value us? They they do because they don't know how to do it. Now, now they do. <sighs> I got animosity to old people. That's, you can see that. I'm like, now they do. Because yeah. y'all ain't fucking with us. No, right. yeah. But some of them, like, if you're in a good position, like, they will be able to recognize, like, you have value because you can understand this stuff. Yeah. And you can make me, help me understand yeah. it. Yeah. So they'll put you in a position to have that voice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's nice. That's it's dope. Really I mean, I appreciate. First of all, I commend you for like being in this space. Y'all, I'm lucky as fuck. Like, <laughs> I <laughs> like because you. I listen to reality, you. I but... listen to like you and like listen to what you was telling me earlier. Like, you are happy. Yeah. With where you are right now, yeah. and that's something that a lot of us as twenty, as in our twenties, yeah, have not been able to say yet because like we are still in this area of like entry level positions right. or like you coming out of college and you're like unemployed or you're doing like. Like we admitted, we did tip agencies right. because like sometimes <laughs> you get out of you get out of college and that degree really ain't it's just a piece of paper. Yeah. So like that is something serious. But like the fact that you have found something that you actually are like happy with right now, like that speaks volume. Yeah. I one day hope to get to that. But like yes. I appreciate you sending positive vibes to all my bad. Do it. We'll all be so out like, winning. what is one thing that you would tell people like in their job hunt? Ooh. Especially us as millennials, because we I want to. Yes. How do we not give up? Because I've definitely tried to give up numerous occasions you cannot give up first of all did y'all walk like, away it just doesn't exist <laughs> i'm no. gonna hit y'all with this resume here y'all go next person fire next Drop. person <laughs> let me just say this next person don't take this resume you going on i'm posting up oh i'm at the door waiting that waiting for that that's concierge to let me in you're gonna be working somewhere else you yeah, know, i'm gonna be in jail they right. probably gonna put me in jail they probably gonna ban me but three notches jeffrey <laughs> But no, Bring I mean, <laughs> how, like, what can you give us? Um, so one thing that I had to learn was to be intentional and to be persistent. I had to be 100, 100% intentional about what I was doing. Um, I ended up in some different situations that I didn't necessarily want to be in right. because I was just like, I need opportunities. I want opportunities. Mm. Um, and they feel scarce. So I just felt like I had to just kind of ju- jump on some shit. Like right. what felt right was oh a dollar sign and yeah. you know like the yeah. opportunity is there and I didn't feel like they were coming so to be able to be intentional like after my first position I was like now I really want to like focus in on what I want to like where the culture yeah like the job the pay like I need to be intentional about all these things and say like if this isn't what I want I'm not settling for it yes um so yeah listen because I'm listening, I'm taking yeah. this advice from you. And with I, that, like, it'll, it'll, it'll <laughs> come, patience will come with that too, because you'll learn to just like say, like, no, I don't want that. Like, I'm not settling for it. Yeah. That's so hard though, right now. It me. is. Like, it's because it's like, I, only reason I'm saying it is so hard is because, like, at, we live in a world that just money rules it. Yeah. So, like, you over here, you know, not wanting to take this job because it doesn't, I mean, because it's not really what you want to do, but yeah. it pays well. Like, some of us will look it's at you and be like, concept. bitch, why the <laughs> yeah. fuck, what? Girl, they about to yeah. pay you 60K and you over here like, nope, y'all not, mm, y'all don't let me take an hour to yeah. do yoga. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And that, but I, it, that, could, that can become a, like a, a disadvantage to us. Right? A hindrance, yeah. But if you use it the right way, then no. But like, if you're going to every space and being like very meticulous, like, oh, mm-hmm. you don't let me take this much time off yeah. or, oh, I don't get to like, what is the work environment? Are y'all not giving me happy hour? Right. Then it's just like, Okay, girl, you can't, you gotta, sometimes you gotta put the work yeah, in. Yeah, you have to, you have to sacrifice, like, and you have to be reasonable and mature, like, you can't be nitpicking about shit, you know, like, there are things that you have to expect that you, you know, will have to trade in, or, you know, yeah. say you need, like, or demand, so it's just, like, a nice balance between the two, yeah. um, but 
Okay. Just get it together. Get it. Get it together. Well, thank you for that. That was yeah. a little bit of a, a very, like, you know, and that was very formal. That yeah. was very, give us some enlightenment. <laughs> but now, yeah. like, I want to, like, trans, trans, what is it, transform or, like, transition. Transition okay. to more of, you know, current topics and just get your opinion on some things. So, what are we talking about? First of all, I'm not talking about what I have on the screen, but the first thing no, I want to talk about, about is cancel culture. So, cancel culture. I am a big cancel bitch. Let me let me give you a little bit. So, <laughs> I was watching The Real, like, this past week, or actually, was it today? Or The Real, and just a lot of stuff that's been happening in the media. And I've been seeing how, like, you know, Twitter has created this thing where we, the cancel culture, where basically, like, if you do something that's, like, downright, like, disrespectful, or just, like, you know, the R. Kelly's and the Harvey Weinstein, well, not even them, because they still keeping them alive, but, like, the R. Kelly's or, like, you know, just hilarious, Twitter goes to, like, cancel you, bitch. <laughs> the door. And I just want to, like, how do you feel about this whole cancel culture? Like, what, it, like, what the fuck is, like, what is this? What is this? Yeah, so I, like <laughs> I said, I am a big cancel culture, or, oh, like, Jesus. I will cancel a bitch, like, for me, cancel culture is just a way of us, like, saying we're not accepting that shit. Like, there's a line that you will not cross. And if you do, I will put my power as an individual, as a person, on your ass. I will step on your neck. Like, it's done for you. So, That's... I am here for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I fucks with the cancel culture. But is it that you're putting it out to the media? Like, at R. Kelly, you're canceled. Or is it like you canceling them subconsciously? You Please. yeah okay so yeah there is a because <laughs> I'm like bitch I'm you're gonna right, have a list of right, Instagram saying right. cancel cancel no cancel. you're right because we don't take it as serious as we should right. so I mean it in a very serious because I feel way. like, like you're killing I off cancel, you cancel if I cancel a bitch like I mean that by like your music <laughs> I mean that by like how you're receiving revenue how I'm engaging with you on media the type of media you that you're gonna the receive bag. The, the bag is stopped like <laughs> the bag you are not making any no, money you're done you're going from you're 100 done. million prime example I had to cancel Sabrina Claudio that was my bitch my heart I had to cancel Sabrina damn Claudio. I still fuck with her it's like she not canceled. she had to go for me she had to go for me and it was over something simple but she I had to make an example I had to make an example no, I understand I understand <laughs> you won't be out here disrespecting the queen it's no. like no <sighs> Yes, I mean, I understand, but I think my mindset is more so like, bitch, like, do you feel like people can get a chance to get back into the culture if they're canceled? Because like, I don't, R. Kelly, no. (laughs) No, R. Kelly, no. Just hilarious. But like, Sabrina Claudio, like, if you can like genuinely apologize or like, you know, admit what you did, I'm, I understand it, but like, I don't know how I feel about me be stopping your bag, bitch. I don't feel like... I don't feel like society gives us that opportunity, so why should we give them that opportunity with our culture? Like, our culture is one of the things that we have to ourselves, like, and that we have control over, and that we can, like, you know, like, we create other cultures. Like, to be honest... We are are the... We we are are the the culture. (laughs) We are the culture. Right. People pick off of us. Right. So, that's something that we have, and if, like... Look, just look at these people who are like superstars like if they can get in our culture their goal like the yeah. Kylie Jenner's like all of these people have figured out their way to like engage in the culture yeah and they won yeah so like if we as a people can come together and say we don't want you in our culture who are you mm. at that point like there are few to none people who are like yeah. those people in recent days who haven't imputed in our culture yeah so do you think this culture this cancel of culture the cancel culture do you really think it affects one's back or you think it's if, just like, a, if, it's a mental It's thing. a mental, I mean, it's a conversation piece for us. Like I said, we don't take it serious like we should. So like Sabrina Claudio, for example, like I was saying. Yeah. I canceled her and I meant like, I'm deleting all your shit from Apple Music, right. girl. 
your little videos. I'm not watching. You will get no YouTube streams from me. Right, you're not getting the bag. You don't have an Instagram because it's blocked. Like, she's done, done. So, like, if we actually took it serious and, like, canceled these people like we say we do. You're killing them off, basically. They're... Can they ever come back to life? Devery, no. Damn. No. That's, that's the point. crazy. Because, like, I'm I'm afraid to, like, <laughs> listen, I'm afraid to give up things that I genuinely like. It's like, hard, but you have to. You, like, I mean, I'll give up R. Kelly, bitch. Because, like, he, like, his music. I won't give up his, R. Kelly. Because <laughs> his music is his, his, his personality. Yeah. That's different than, like, a Bill Cosby. Because, like, Bill Cosby, like, it's not his personality. Like, he... Like, it's the characters, you know, all that shit he made. But, like, I don't know. Like, I just, sometimes I just be like, is this really worth me canceling? Like, granted, I should be canceling, but, like, I be like, is this worth me canceling? Yeah, you have And it's to, so hard to, like, get rid of stuff. Like, I love Sabrina. Like, you talking about this, and I'm just, just like... Just like there's a Sabrina, there's an Ari Lennox. Just like there's a Sabrina, there's an Alina Baraz. Right. Like, there are other bitches out there that you don't have to collect. Yeah. From my culture. <laughs> yeah, I'm just over here, like, I'm so, I, I, I'm still hard on this cancel thing. Like, I, I want to be able to just cancel. I think one person I really have canceled, officially, I keep saying his name... R. Kelly. R. Kelly. I've canceled his. I've literally seen his oh bag window. Okay. His Hashtag first of all, the unpopular opinion. The only, <laughs> Twitter. I think because like we've seen his bag stop. I know, and I and that's what I want to see. Like I want to be able to like if we go to a concert, right? And you see like Sabrina has <laughs> Sabrina usually have like a hundred thousand people there, and bitch, you can only see five. I want to be like, oh, bitch, this is a power. But like, for example, with Jordan. When people canceled Jordan Woods, Jordan Woods, that girl ain't canceled. She that wait, girl has, wait, when she did pretty, when she did pretty little. First of all, that was a whole Chris Jenner thing. <laughs> when like, um, when she did her little um thing for what was it called? Um, pretty little light, her pretty little whatever pretty her little dress things. thing, pretty little things. There was nobody there. Oh, you know, man. and then, like in a black, I just be confused. Like, why did you cancel a black girl in the black community when she was not doing anything wrong? Technically, I mean, she wasn't doing anything wrong. But, like, <laughs> I just am confused. Like, the black, we have so much weight. Yeah, you know, and, like, how weird. Where, where it like, should be. The culture is trying to cancel Jesse. Like, they're trying to cancel him. Like, it's just, like, these cancels that we do. And it's just, like, we have, like, it just shows me how Twitter has so much and, like, social media has so much of power. power. Yeah. The fact that you points. can, like, stop a bag. Like, I see how, like, Twitter went to, like, on Instagram. I mean, I seen, like, how T, I mean, Tamara was talking about, like, how she, like. The Jay-Z thing. Jay-Z thing. And now she's and you done. See, everybody <laughs> was, like, the beehive was, like, like don't oh speak on a married man. It gets, <laughs> it gets very obnoxious because it's just, like, yo. But when is, that's you what are not. That's what, like, it's, when does it get oversaturated? <laughs> in these times when we're, like, everybody's canceled for things that we're just, like, oh, my God. Like, I'm it's the beehive. Yeah, like, no, we don't. Like, okay, want now that. I'm not canceling her. <laughs> she no, ain't done nothing bad. Did nothing. That girl was talking. She has to go look. I, I had to research. That's the thing. But I saw. I was laughing. But like, you know, there's people that definitely need to be canceled. There are R people Kelly. who need to be. I keep. I'm gonna keep saying his name. I listen. I'm not going as hard on R. Kelly because what? I know. I said unpopular opinion. What? People are I gonna did. hate me. Why? Because uh, I feel like. Okay, I'm being honest. Like, I don't want. I'm not judging you. So why? Yeah, but I feel like R. Kelly, I don't know. I just see that. Like, you ain't got no, you ain't got no defense. But I, I do, I do. Like, I, I have a, I have a, a feeling for like people who I feel are like mentally ill and like sick. And I think oh, R. Kelly needs help. Yes. I think the, I think, I don't blame, I blame him for the things that he were doing, like he was doing to people. Yeah. Like he did some horrible things and I'm not like saying like making this an excuse at all right. but i also feel like that man had so many people continue to like allow him to 
act in very horrible ways yeah. that what was his reality yeah like was it it started to get it started to consume him it did like, like he, he really felt like he was god that's the right. thing that made me but i now understand like okay this he has probably a mental thing now yeah r kelly has mental issues so you know i'm just like uh if y'all yeah. gonna come for them, come for them other people who do right. these interviews and shit too, because they ain't right. right. The manager, like we used to go to the, let's pick the girl <laughs> to yeah. watch the girl. Like sir. So to conclude, cancel culture, yes or no? Cancel culture. When you do it right. No, it's a yes or a no. Mm. Yes or no? Okay. Yes. Okay, no. I'm here for it. Next case. <laughs> <laughs> Next case. Bye. Bye. Next no, caller, please. Next caller. <laughs> no, no, that was good though. I I really appreciate that because I was. Trying to understand all that stuff. So, yeah. this next one, I've, I've been recently seeing about new research about, like, this conversation about positive, positive masculinity. Mm, now, this conversation I've seen recently because, like, you know, there's been this this whole wave of this conversation of toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. toxic masculinity. I've even did a podcast on, like, the, the negatives of, like, you know, toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. But... There's been this no conversation about, like, is there such thing as positive masculinity? Or is there is there some space where, like, masculinity can be a good thing? Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because I had never... I, it didn't, it didn't re- I didn't register that, like, toxic masculinity was, like, at the forefront of, like, a lot of conversations. Oh. Like, <laughs> nigga, you did yeah. this, toxic. Yeah. Nigga, you did this, toxic. But to me, now I'm starting to process, it's like, but, like, damn, what is determining these things and like what is there a way that men can be positively like masculine Mm -hmm. and i wanted to see if you had like any conversations about that or like you still processing that conversation so i haven't heard much about the topic until you know earlier so i think i feel i feel like yes there can be ways of being positively masculine or positively aware of things that we have considered masculine because masculinity is such a weird conversation yeah yeah. So, like, I think of ways that, like, men can do things that benefit the, co- like, that benefits other people who right. aren't able to do them. Um, I don't know. Like, this is very cliche. Or, and then I think of it in terms of, like, chivalry. Like, I think we can all be chivalrous. Yeah. That's um, a positive. That's positive. That's a positive yeah. thing, right? Like, to be able to have respect and, like, that's embodied through masculinity. Yeah. I guess. Well, you know, like, how yeah. we've tied it to masculinity. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, it's nice to be able to have those things about ourselves that we can like do and be proud of, and it's yeah. not like a get like a thing that you have to do. You know, yeah, you gotta have your positive masculinity. If yeah. that's not something you vibe with, like that's okay too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's a yeah. Nice and that, the research. So I'm just gonna give you a little bit more. Like Please, the research, it says that researchers have identified 11 potential domains of positive masculinity, which are male self resilience, the worker provider tradition of men, mm-hmm. men's respect for women, mm-hmm. male courage, daring and risk taking, the uh, group orientation of men and boys, male forms of service, male use of humor, and male heroism. So like those are some yes. examples of like, like positive those. masculinity yeah. that like. And I and I've taken accountability. Like I really haven't honed in on the positive that men could have. Right. Granted, like I love, I'm always for the black man, the culture of us. But like, I'm always for like debunking. I mean, for like erasing the erasure of toxic masculinity, yeah. where I never put like the like you know sense of humor that we have, or the like courage that we have, or the like you know sense yeah. of like risk taking that we have at the forefront. Yeah, I think again because. Because masculinity is such a thing, it's when we think of masculinity, it's literally something that we just like provide a whole bunch of ideas of how we've seen men 
act and how we expect them to act into a ball. So it's a bunch of different individual traits that we call as a collective masculinity. So Mm -hmm. like you, you can, you can easily see the things that like, whoa, this shit needs to be erased. Like these things don't need to be like embedded in that in men or Mm -hmm. like, you know, guys or whatever. So but we also can think about, again, those other things. Like, there are other things that we say, as a man, you have that in you. Or, like, yeah. within your masculinity, within your masculinity, you have that with you. Or, like, yeah. it's included in that. Which are the things that you mentioned. So, yeah. it's a nice little way to... It's a balance. Because, like, I literally was like, what the fuck is this conversation? Like, yeah. what the fuck is... What, what Like, not what the fuck. I wasn't coming at it like, oh, there's not a thing. But I was like, wow. Like, yeah. why hasn't the media talked about this conversation right. of like okay let's combat that pos- that toxic masculinity let's show you know men black men doing this or like you know doing that like i see yeah. instagram you know trying to do that i.e you know i'm trying to do this on the show but like why is it so quick to go to this toxic mindset why is yes. it so quick to go to this toxic conversation when being a man isn't necessarily bad if it's like not overused right you know if right. you don't throw that mad masculinity in everybody's face or you have to walk around and be like i'm a nigga let me let me eat this I'm a let me, dude. right i'm a dude let me eat <laughs> so <laughs> right and like that's funny i'm sorry yeah, like I, okay so a prime example is like this week i t- i mean this yesterday actually so i had to fix my tire yeah I didn't know how to fix a tire. <laughs> Listen, y'all. So, like, I did not know how to fix a tire, so I was kind of nervous. I had a, mm-hmm. I got a, I basically, I needed, a, I got a, um, a, like, a tripped up, like, uh, not tripped. My car ran over some gas, I mean, some glass, and cut it up. So, I was outside at a gas station, like, struggling, looking like a whole damsel in distress. Damn, and when I, like, everybody my, shake their heads. Shake their heads. <laughs> but when I put my, my, my man pants on, oh. it was like, and tell me, see, tell me what those are. So basically, man, man was like using my resources to figure out how to do it. Okay. You know, not me over here looking for somebody to do it for me. Okay. Or me over here like, oh my God, I need I to call my be a Cinderella sitting in a dark, cold, dusty cellar waiting for somebody to come and set me free. I don't want to be like someone waiting for his friends to come and save me. Oh, I will survive. Since somebody's on my side, don't want to be no, no, no one else. Don't rather rescue myself. But no, I really. But I dead ass was like, you got this, Deb. You know how to use your resources. You know, you can use YouTube. You have all the equipment. Boom. So, like, long story short, I got the spit. I got the spare tire on. And I was excited. Like, I was going to an interview and completely didn't even give a fuck about the interview. I was yeah. excited that I was able to, like, do that. Mm-hmm. And that was a positive masculine <laughs> shit. In the interview, like, I bitch, hire me because I was, I was like tire if necessary. Even though I didn't go the to the interview, I was like this. Uh. <laughs> I was like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. Fuck a job. I just changed the tire. <laughs> it, that was, like, something that made me feel happy. Like, I was like, I feel good. Like, I yeah. did some shit, like, on my own. Granted, I looked up, looked up some stuff, but, like... I was happy, and I think that was a positive masculine. It was, like, yeah. in our mindset, like, you know, we are not going to look for somebody else, or we're not going to look out, look for handouts. We're going to be the one to figure out that stuff. And yeah. that made me think about that example of positive masculine. Yeah, I vibe with that. I vibe with this move. Like I said, this is the first time I've heard about this, but I think about, like, like we should be glorifying some of these things. That, but like, we don't. That's we crazy. We don't. We don't. I mean, like, you have people who say, like, chivalry isn't dead. Mm-hmm. Like, those things that are tied to, like, a lot of other things. But, yeah, like, it's... It's a good feeling to be able to do those things and to, yeah. you know, be able to move in that move. And a lot of people post things about, like, oh, how a black man raises their son or, like, the things that a black man can do. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, it's nice to be able to tie it to an overall theme of, like, masculinity yeah. as well. And that goes into, like, that conversation of, like, 
are these black men even raising their kids though? Whoa, what? Like, no, like, are they in the house? Not like, not saying that, like, <laughs> not saying that are they raising them, but Where like, where do we go with this? The, no, the conversation is like, are there men in the house to raise them? Yeah. Is that's what I was saying? In all, in all, honestly, like, are there every house has a, a male to raise them? No, no. That's what I was saying. Like, no. How do you raise a man to be a positive, healthy man if there's no male in that space to guide him to do that? Or he sees like the media where it's like the rapping, or I'm gonna be like an NFL player and be a hoe. Like, um, that's that conversation. I, was I know my. Fa- I don't know. I mean, I guess being a queer man, like I just grew up with like a sensitivity and an understanding of yeah. women because I grew up around a lot of women. Yeah. And being able to understand, or not understand, but just like having that experience allowed me to be very keen of like how I wanted to be raised as like a person who could do things like my mom taught me how to do a lot of things mm-hmm. my mom taught me how to do everything like shout out to mom yes yeah. she, she held me down like she yeah. was like you need to be able to survive as a man like I want you to be out be able to be out there and mm-hmm. live so she put a lot of like work into helping me grow that in myself so mm-hmm. um I think this is like I don't know if this person question, but like, was there a male figure in in the space to help you? Yeah, no. So I grew up. It was just me and my mom. Yeah. My dad lived in Alabama, um, but I wouldn't see him as often as I would like, or like yeah. as often as I, you know, yeah, that's probably yeah. should have been able to, right? Yeah. Um, but I think a large role in me becoming a young man were the women. Like they made sure that. I had manners and I was chivalrous mm-hmm. and like my grandmother wouldn't walk through a door. If we got to a door, hold it. By the time I was three and had a little bit of muscle, hold it. I better hold that door. Yes. I better grab that door. You, you better know, like, stand up when the woman is leaving. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. If you I, did that I, okay. I, look, okay. <laughs> I do that when like oh, not, but not it's respectable. Not, not yeah. stand up when the woman is leaving, but like when somebody like when a woman is like walking away or like about like give her a hug. Like don't sit down and still eat your food. Like, yeah. You're supposed to at least stand up and, like, push the yeah, sorry. That's yeah. my old-fashioned ass. So, yeah, I learned those things. And then, again, there's things about being an independent person. Like, I think a lot of masculinity is about how men are able to be independent. Even though, like, women... Women also can be independent. They right. should, like, should have those skills as well. Yeah. Um, just kind of, like, again, embedded in the culture of masculinity is independence and being able to survive and yeah. move and shake. Yeah, that yeah, so. not, and not saying that none of these things that, like, basically, like, you know, um, res- self-resilience and, like, worker provider tradition, not saying that women can have that, you know, have that mentality. It just was, like, some things that were, like, positive and, like, men typically ingrained in it. I don't know if that was from a while ago, but, yeah. I mean, I'm glad that, you're, like, you know, the women were able to do that. I know the conversation I've always had was, like, are, you know, with other people on the show is are women able to raise a man to be a man? Yeah. And do you feel like, yeah. yeah. I mean, pretty dope. Right. I was like, I asked that question. (laughs) I answered my own question when I asked it. And I was like, you were raised. Like, do you feel like things would be different if your father was like in it as more, as much, more than you, you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. My father played a role in my life. His role was literally to keep me from stepping out of lines. Okay. That was my dad's role. um, Primarily, I would say. Yeah. Um, and to, again, just show me kind of like another side of masculinity to be easy, I would say, and soft and not yeah. necessarily like have to be a hard ass person all the time. Like, yeah. So between those two things, that was my dad's role. And I feel like, again, it was a very important role, um, but just needed. very much so. But just around those things, <clears throat> being able to be self-sustaining. Yeah. I fuck with that. As a man. That, that's the, that, that shows that like you don't have to have a man like consistently 
in the space to show you, you know, how yeah, the ropes are being ran. And I think that's what a conversation I've had is like, how much of a male interaction are you even supposed to have to like, not teach a boy to be a boy or teach a man to be a man. And I don't think there's no like, you know, hours like, oh, you need to have this set max amount of yeah. man hours <laughs> man in a hours. day. You have man hours. But like, there is a conversation of like, when... You know, where is the space where a man's supposed to step in and help his yeah. son, you know, or help a young man figure out who he is? Or the simple things of like how to tie a tie or yeah. like what to do. I mean, I learned how to tie a tie from YouTube. I don't know how to tie one. I, I learned from YouTube. I, I used to tie a bow tie from YouTube. I still use the clip one. Not clip recently. One, I don't use ties. That's why I don't, first of all. Shame. I listen, <laughs> that's why I hated corporate. That was another example. Yeah. I would have to wear a tie. I said, you got me figgity fucked up. Yeah. Bitch, I would put, if, if it can push, come to shove, I already have like pre tie ties and I have like a clip on. That was very corny. I would never wear the clip one again. I got one too. <laughs> I got a red. But like that one. was like something like, even though my dad taught me how to do one. Yeah. Like my dad was in my life, but I never like really able was to grasp it. Like yeah, the mm, idea of tying it. Right. Like for yeah. example, with the tire thing, my my dad showed me how to tie, like you know, fix the tire. But like I didn't ever think I was going to need it. Yeah. Until like literally yesterday <laughs> when I was needing to fix the tie. <laughs> because if I didn't have, thank God I have like a, a more up-to-date car. Yeah. If I didn't have anything in the car to like assist me with putting this spare on, yeah, I would have been like up. shit. I would have looked like shit fucked. Yeah. I would have looked like a whole damsel in distress. Yeah. And I was going to be like, damn. Like I, I got support. I was like, I am not going to, because there was a lot of women that was around. I was like, I'm not about to ask these women. Because <laughs> as a man, I know the per- people are like, as a man, toxic max. It's okay, so oh, it's to me, it's not it. toxic. It's just like you need to not always go to someone else for assistance because yeah. someone may not always be there. Right. So you need to use your own intuition. You need to use your own resource. You need to use. Don't always go to somebody your first bat. Yeah. Your last resort should be somebody. I. And it shouldn't be like, I would never ask anybody. It's to the point of like, did you do this? Did you, did you go to YouTube? Did you Google it? Did you figure out, did you look at any other stuff? Yeah. Like, and then if none of those shits add up, then you go to someone else. Yeah. But like, it's not over here. Like, I'm like, oh no, fuck that. Like I called my dad. Yeah. And I was like, dad, what is this? How, 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 how I do this? He's like, yeah, you know, you did this right. I was like, skirt. But no, yeah. Like that's that part. Dance, hit, hit a dance. If y'all can see me right now, I'm, first of all, our kids, my kids are teaching me this, and they laugh the shit at me. Like, Debra, you're like crashing a car. You're crashing your car. And I be like, Debra did the crash in the car dance. Crash in the car. They said it. They're like, he's crashing the car. Like, an old, I'm an old dad to them now. But like, no, like it's it. Those are the things that we need to be teaching our boys and showing them, like, you know, the you don't need to be exaggerated. Yeah. You know, you don't need to be because we both worked. We both worked with boys. Yeah. You had. Did you we have the my same voice? Right. I was like, you yeah, had my we had the same voice. So like that was like an interesting thing too. Like we had all male academy and like that. Yeah. Having That's two so queer, funny. having two queer <laughs> males in their like space, and they all knew we were. Yeah. But like being there with them and like <laughs> helping them become these men was just so interesting. It was. Fun. It was like those are my little niggas. I know. I used to be like, what up? What up? And then, <laughs> I'm going back to flashbacks of when they used to Joan on me. About wow, I am from D- I'm from the Dayton, Ohio. From? First off, I'm from Dayton, Ohio. From? I'm proud to say I'm from Dayton, Ohio. Oh no, but child. I am from the DMV Dayton area. About to call me Mo in a second. <laughs> Kill Mo, you got me gun. I got you like- <laughs> no, I'm it. Because we, first of all, the the culture ingrained in us because we work with the kids. Yeah, but period. I'm from Dayton, Ohio, and I'm proud of that shit. Say it. I will. First of all, it's the the interesting thing is like when I first did the episode, the season, this episode, the show. I did not say I was from. I wasn't proud of where I was from. Oh, no. And throughout the show, as you can just probably see now, 
I am proud to say, like, I am from Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. And I think it's because I've had people on the show proudly represent where they're from. Yeah. And, like, I'm over here like, oh, nobody knows about old Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> Who doesn't know about Dayton? Dayton is popping, right? Is it that is. The, yeah. it, it's popping. Okay, don't just... Now, let me see what time. We about to be done, then, because you about to be disrespectful. <laughs> but, no, it, it's fun. But, like, I just... That's just something that, like, I wasn't proud of in the beginning. I was like, oh, I went to this little school in Ohio. I went to Bowling Green State University. Okay. So, like, you My know... My dad's family's from Mansfield, Ohio. I don't know where that's at. <laughs> No, I know, I know where Mansfield, Ohio is, but no, yeah, that, I mean, that was a tangent, but no, yeah, we were, our boys, that, that, that was a space, that was a really a unique space to be in, I appreciate yeah, the opportunity. I got beat up on my last day there. I got beat up on my last day. <laughs> wait, 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 but was I it in smacked. a friendly way? Oh, no. I got, no, like, it was on a friendly way, like, they were trying to knock my hat off my head, oh, and like, okay. uh, nah. <laughs> uh, Cedric, yeah. he knocked my, he smacked me, and like, my hat fell off, fell and off. I was like, you motherfucker. David flipped me in a chair. And how do you even see what we got through? And when I think about that, I was like, I don't know how to react in a moment because, like, me, real, real, real me, beating ass, ask like question later. <laughs> but me, as, like, an older, I mean, a role model to them, I'm just like, you old kiddos. Yeah. But I was just like, I'm going to hit the fuck out of this kid. Nah, they got jacked up. Yeah, I jacked, oh, I, <laughs> got jacked, I jacked up. the shit up out of Cedric. But they it, knew it was good. But it wasn't like, I couldn't, like, I didn't, like, beat his ass. I didn't go, like, toe-to-toe. But, like, I definitely was like, Ugh. But, like, that's interesting. We had, like, that kind of, like, unique space, especially yeah. with our black boys. And I actually, in, when I, like, I talked about this last time, I actually did a whole panel for our core mm-hmm. about black masculinity and how to, like, help our boys. And it was a good conversation. You know, people still ask me about, like, the conversation. Like, I had, like, mm-hmm. oh, what are, you, what are your tips and tricks? And I'm just, like, just, yeah. just let our boys to be ourselves. Yeah. I just appreciated that they, yeah, it's, like, let them be themselves. Let them exist. Let them... Flourish. Flourish. Like, I don't know. Okay, so this is the funniest thing. Like, the fact that I have to create a podcast to simply, like, remind people to let us flourish. Yeah. Was it? it like, yes, it's so, like, why Why do I have to, why do we have to have these movements? Like, why can't we just be? Be. Be. That's all. Why can't I, I just for... be? Yeah. But that is, us being comes with us knowing who we are yeah. and us understanding our personalities and, and the depths of who we could be and pff, that once we start that's to understand our depths that's when people start to be like oh wait you're not supposed to be a complex person yeah. you're supposed to be very like Ugh. yeah and that's my that's that's something i'm like i understand y'all want us to be this provider this like you know self-resilient hard-working guy but you also need to respect that we also do still have emotions yes so like i we can't feel people we feel like i'm not like this damn robot like you can't just like box me up and i yeah. wanted us to understand that because like i see so many limitations i know we're like going but like this is what the conversation is about it's like i see so many limitations in our spaces mm-hmm. and i see where our young men our our, our young and older men don't really fully grasp who they are if you ask a black man who he is he's gonna be like a hard worker yeah. strong but it's like okay yeah. what else are you like emotional are you caring do you understand this perspective on life like nigga y'all only could talk about sports <laughs> yeah and that's again that's like that's a pull of us and it's nice to see that as new generations come in like we are able like for me, like, it's just nice to be able to see us being able to do different things, yeah. get our hands in different, like, spaces, like, black male engineers, like, black male nurses, like, just so many different things that we're able to do that, like, breaks down those, like, gender stereotypes and those, like, masculinity, femininity, um, what are they, like, the dichotomies. Yeah. Um, 
So it's just nice to have that and to be able to become or like be leading a generation of black men who are yeah. being. Because I, I, I was starting to believe that we were becoming like less of a minority. Like yeah. I, I was forgetting that we have this male privilege. Yeah. Even though it wasn't like I was forgetting it. It was just like black women. It was like white man, white woman, black mm-hmm. woman, black man. And it was just my, my mindset. Black women are always at the to- bottom of the No, wait, no, they are. Situation. No, they definitely are. I know, I said in my mind. Yeah. You know, because like all of this police brutality, this whole conversation about toxic masculinity, like I would forget yeah, my male privilege. But, and it's also, I would only forget my male privilege because it wasn't something that like I had to like fight for mm-hmm. every day. Like, I wasn't always getting sexually harassed walking down the street. Mm-hmm. Some days I do, but like it's not a frequently, yes. you know, Jerry like trying to tell y'all he a bad bitch. <laughs> eat my rice and cabbage, <laughs> but no, like I don't have to like worry about those things and like, but like I do always worry about like me walking into a space in an interview. Like, am I taking up too much space as yeah. a strong black man? Right. Like, do they think I'm gonna come in and like want to take over, take somebody's job, or do they can they negotiate with me? Like, my dad taught me like never take the first offer, mm-hmm. and I was like, why? Why not? He was like, don't don't show them weakness. Like, mm-hmm. once you take a first offer, they yeah. can be like, oh, he can run around this nigga. And me, I'm always be like, well, let me come back to you all. Yeah, Let sure. me think about this. Yeah. But, like, I always think about, like, us in, a, in us in those type of space or us walking down the street or, like, people targeting us. But I think that's just me subconscious and forgetting my manhood. Yeah. But, like, I definitely know women have so much win against them. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. But, like, I also be like, is this new era you know, even respecting us? Or are mm-hmm. we going, like, silent? Or are we, like, flatlining? Not, we yeah. still are a majority, but, like, are we flatlining? No, we're flourishing. And I think it's the efforts of people, like, the, like you with this yeah. podcast, the efforts of people, like, one of the pages I follow on Instagram is, like, black men travel. Yeah. Or, like, just, like, so many things that, like, just show us in a different way of existing. Um, And, again, just, like, flourishing in all those ways. Like, I've been able to meet a lot of great, black men that I've never really been able to see yeah. like being a little nigga from the hood you know ha! So, niggas from the hood so we flourishing yeah so you know I only got to see a certain type of oh, person I used to be like what the fuck <laughs> I used to be like oh my god is right, this what I'm about right, to end up right, like right I don't know but yeah just being just being pro- provided the opportunity to to exposure um, and to realize what we are out there capable what we are out there doing and what we are capable of doing um like um, all of my mentors, for the most part, are black. Yeah, shout out. Come yeah. on, I I need and to get they a mentor. Keep me together. I don't have a mentor, and that's a scary thing. That I'm saying, I don't know where to go. For, I don't know where to start though. Yeah, where do you like? So, where did you find your mentor? Where? Um, so my first mentor in high school, I met um because I was in the actual mentoring program. Oh, my brother's that don't keeper. Count. I know. Oh, brothers! I know who my brother's keeper. Was. I Not was the to get... Obama one. No, the one before that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, that's where I got my mentor from. And, like, all of those men, like, became my mentors and they became role models for me. Um, But that was, again, what, like, my sophomore year of high school. So, you know, trying to figure it out. Pretty late. Yeah. Um, (laughs) No, you're fine. It's never too late. And then another one one of my mentors I met here. Um, I went to hear him. Or, like, I went to a conference and he spoke. And I just walked up and was like, sir, we need to talk. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, this is right now, like, I'm too afraid. Also, I've been like. Mm -hmm. Dude, that shit is necessary. I know it is. I've been going into spaces more now, mm-hmm. you know, like I've been going to different panels, like I've been going to different sessions, like I actually would love to find a, you know, a mentor, but like, I don't know what I need to look for in a mentor. Mm-hmm. And like, that's interesting, even though that, that how, like, what would, what did you want in your mentor? Someone I could relate to, um, because I would say as of recently, like I've been figuring out what my, like 
figuring out my bisexuality and like how mm. that shapes my right. masculinity and that shapes who I am as a man and as a person. Right. Um, and I've begun to just like let that flourish a lot yeah. more. So um, it's that's a dope conversation. But, I wish we could have like got more into. Listen, invite me back. Bitch. Right. <laughs> I was like, wait, this we could talk about it. We gonna unpack this. <laughs> I'm here for like, it. Like, how was like? First of all, how was navigating the space as a bisexual, open bisexual man? Is there has you have you had any like problems with like women being like, oh, he likes men or like men yes, being of like, course, of course, of course. And and I've been surprised about how like I've been able to be a bisexual man because you don't think from like the female friends that I have and the people that I know, yeah. they're like. Um, that shit is a no-no. If you like me and you gay. Right. Like, no. Period. Period. <laughs> right. and, you know, like, sure, whatever. You know, right. like, have your beliefs. Right. But, um, I've been finding out that, like, you know, people, like... Fuck with the kid. Shit. Fuck with the kid. That's good. What's up? <laughs> that's goody. Yeah, so no, that's cool. dope. That's I cool. mean, I've... So I've never encountered, like, a, a man that says he's bisexual. I mean, of course, I've encountered a guy. You know, we've all went through that bisexual phase yeah. when we first come out. <laughs> But, like, I've never encountered a guy that actually, after he came out, he was actually bisexual. Oh, no, yeah. I honestly thought it was a taboo thing. No. And I've interacted with more women that have been bisexual than men. Yeah. And, like, it's fascinating, you know, to see this. Women aren't able to be bisexual. It's not a concept for men. Um, Mm. It's not something that, like, we believe can Mm. happen. Um, Yeah, because men, you know, shouldn't do that. Yeah. Like, period. Like, we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't have those interests. And that's Um, a whole conversation right there. Like, why can't we? be like multi-dimensional well oh god jeffrey bitch am i in grad school <laughs> talking about it listen i bring it to the table <laughs> bring it to the runway <laughs> it's a whole right it's a ballroom scene it's a kiki but it's no yeah kiki. um yeah so i think it ties back to femininity yeah. and it ties back to like the toxic femininity like those things that gay men are like black women don't want that like or women in general are interested in that. Um, the things that come with like a man being feminine, who wants that shit? And right. then the other part is like, just like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't exist. Like you can't be both. Like how, like if you mm-hmm. like men, you like men, like right. you can't like women too. Like people just don't understand when it's not for them to understand. It's for them to just like, be like, right. you're true. Mm. Keep it pushing. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really nice. dope that you, are able to walk in your truth because I've always wanted to like have a conversation with like a bisexual man and like yeah. understand his mindset and be like because I said like I don't really believe that a man can be bisexual mm-hmm. and that's just because I think about like you know it's easier for a woman to say she's bisexual because she doesn't have to be like her penis doesn't get hard I, she doesn't have a penis her clit doesn't just like stand up where a but guy that's not that's not that is a very simple understanding of a vagina. I know. It's called growth. <laughs> so it's called growth. But, like, I'm, I'm understanding. I'm talking to people that are, you know, bisexual like you. Like, yeah. when you said that, I have so many questions now. Like, I was like, you know, I want to be understanding. Like, I'm not saying, like, you can't be bisexual. It just was to me, it was like, mm, you know, as a, like, even I'm in the LBGTQ plus community. When I would see B, I wouldn't, like, call, call you out and be like, yeah. bitch, you not, you gay or straight. Yeah. <laughs> I would just be like, sure. Okay, right. Stop my business. Not right. Really, but you, okay. Right. You lied, but <laughs> not really. Right, but I, I, it, it, it. You know, it's dope. So, like, have you like, you know, dated girls since you know you came out, or like, you know, messed around? Pulling me up. I am. Uh, listen, I'm trying to. I'm tr- listen. Liquid courage. <laughs> Get it. But no, like, have you like encountered that? Or have there been any hardships? Or well, like, no. Um. So I've been in a relationship for the past four years. Yeah. So. I never really had the opportunity. 
Um, but before that, yes, like I was with females up until yeah, like sophomore year of college, and that's when I started like dating my ex. Um, yeah. and now I'm single as of this year, so I don't know yeah. what's happening. You need to start going into these spaces. Do you feel like there's like spaces that like promote bisexual bisexuality, bisexual like black men and women, like black bisexual men and women groups or collectives? In this area, because I know um, the DMV has it probably mm, somewhere. I, but I haven't, I haven't experienced yeah. it, and it would be cool to. Um, I've just come into contact with females who accept me for who I am and how I get down, mm-hmm. and they've been, you know. What about men? Still, have you expe- have you been in space? Yeah, I don't. Men? men don't. I haven't like experienced a lot of men who care. Um, or at least we haven't had that conversation. A lot of men are just like, okay, whatever. Like you buy, you know. <laughs> right? For now, <laughs> I, and that maybe they, they probably are like for now. That may be what they perceive, but yeah, like I haven't had a lot of guys who have been like, nigga, I ain't into that. Like, you know? So like, have you, did your parents know your sexuality or is it like something that you don't really need to express to them? My dad is, yeah, me and my dad had a sit down conversation. Me and my dad are very close. Um, Shout out out to that. Me and my father are very close. My dad is my number one supporter in the podcast. So thank you, dad, for listening. (laughs) He tells me every day. He gives me your feedback and all that. That is so amazing. He's like, "This, this episode was trash. This episode was amazing. You I need to do better. I sent photos to my dad um, of me in New York this past week. Yes, you was giving me ratchet. You was giving me um, ratchet cunt. Yes, ratchet cunt. <laughs> Yo, I'm being so pussy. gay right now. Ooh! Yes! <laughs> but no, you were giving me just like, what's that girl that you always posted? Um, Sukihana. Sukihana. Okay. You was giving me that. Like, you was giving me just, just giving me all of that. But no, Sukihana like your relationship with your dad. Like, So yeah, I was sending photos of me like doing all types of shit. And he was just like, who's taking these pictures? They dope. But I'm yeah. like, yes, dad, they just love me. When your dad slices your head up, yes, when your dad slices, like my dad, when he tells me stuff, like, <laughs> yes, I'll be like, it is a literal gas. Like my dad, like right now, I'll be, first of all, I used to be so uncomfortable talking about these things. I knew my dad listened, but like my dad is now learning who I am. Yeah. And it's like me indirectly talking to him, but it's dope. Like yeah. that you have that space too with your father. Like yeah. I love seeing that, you know, that right. visibility. Like friendship gas is like regular. Right. Dad gas is premium. That 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 gas right there, you I gotta want, pull I up. Pop again, <laughs> like you know, my dad makes me feel nice. Like it's right. just like really, and it's because it's not something that's common. Right, 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 right. So, and that's the dope thing. It's like you can actually say that your father accepts you. Yeah, and you know, is not afraid to say this is his son. Yeah, like whereas there's been cases where I have a lot of you know friends that parents do not even own them this they technically disown them yeah which is sucks but like yeah. i appreciate when i hear our black men support our black fathers support our black yeah, boys it's and really, it's nice um because that's just who is that isn't taught who would accept me as right. a, you know someone different as a queer person so you know it's dope i love it yeah i'm over here like i you know like, i want to meet the dad now i'm over <laughs> like dad sights my head up when i Let told my see. dad like i was dating a guy he was like okay like i want to meet him and i was like what did you want to do what? really <laughs> Yeah, he was. Oh my god, he was so cool. So when I first, first of all, I think I was more scared to my for my father to meet my uh, first ex. Mm-hmm. Like I think my father was like I was panicking for my anybody because like in my house you don't bring anybody just into the house. Yeah, you bring somebody that you really rocking with. Yeah, and like I had never brought nobody into my house because I wasn't really serious with anybody. So like on my graduation from college, I they was going to meet him then. I was planning everything to the T. I was like, are, you, are everybody okay? Is this and, my, and everybody on both sides, him and my family was like. No, are you okay? Are you? <laughs> and I'm like, no, the fuck? Because yeah. like you all are meeting each other. And then like, this is something that's taboo in my head, mm-hmm. you know? And then like my mother and father met him. My dad is his typical self, always making damn jokes about everything. Mm-hmm. He just was making some jokes. And I was just like, oh, God. 
But, yeah. like, it was him. You know, I was the only one stressed. But, like, that's dope that your dad was able to, like, accept you. Yeah, it's partner. nice. It's you, nice. Do y'all talk, like, regularly? Mm, yeah. Yeah. He'll send me, like, music every day. Ah, oh, come on, Dad! I don't want to listen to. David, listen to this shit. fair. No, listen to this. I'm like, nah, keep your nods, bro. No, they got right that now. old. They got that old vibe. I'd be like, I'm, I'll pass. I don't know why I'm listening to Sugar Hill Gang. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is, but I. Okay, father, this is so cool. I went to the hip hop museum and I was like, I sent my dad shit probably, and he was like, "What the fuck is like?" I was right, right. This is some shit he would listen to. Yeah, so it's nice. Like we talk um around that, and I don't know. I don't really like to talk to anybody. Like, are you are you like a very private person? Or like, Jeffrey, just... answer that yourself. Are you talking about with my parents? Yeah. Or just like in life? In life. Because I know you're private with... Nigga, have no, you I know you're seen private... my Instagram? Hey, my wait, life wait. is like out there. That detective, I should answer that question. Because <laughs> like when I meant to ask, it's like, are you a very private person in regards to like, like things that like bother you? Or like, do you have people that oh, you yes. to? Oh, yes. That's no, what I'm saying. Like, no. not about, if you happy, post that shit. No, I don't, I don't, I don't involve people in my emotions as much as I should. Um... I think, and I, part of it, I'm a Virgo, so, like, part of it is because I can, like... I was like this, hold on. <laughs> I feel, in my mind, that Child, I can... We're bringing up Zodiac signs now. I know. <laughs> and I don't believe in them, but recently I do. I've been like, ooh, shit. I believe in my whole Zodiac. Fun. I know we talk about a lot right now, but it's, this is how the conversation go. <laughs> I believe <laughs> I in my Zodiac. I believe in a lot of shit. Or, I'm like, I, like, damn, yeah. that's true. So, I feel as though I can, like, reason with my emotions. Like, I know how to how to handle them like mm-hmm. i have a good control of them and up until recently i figured that like okay emotions are emotions just <laughs> let them go. you cannot control you said that you cannot control you that you cannot control that no yeah you'd be like hold on bitch yeah and it's been different for me but it's been nice and freeing i think to not have to have control over like how i feel i'm so i'm an aries part right? of my black boy joy black boy joy is not yeah. having control of everything my bitch ass I have had a, I've had a, a headache for like three weeks. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because I'm trying to control everything. My birthday is coming up. I'm trying to control that. I'm trying to get a job. I'm trying to like, uh, fucking make sure I'm like moving on in my life and my health. I'm trying to control everything, yeah. <laughs> and it's because I'm so aggressive with everything too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm over here going hard as fuck. Yeah. I put everything know. on the back burner, but my goals. I and about the pipe. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know that girl. But no, like I, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. But like I think it's my airy self coming. Like I am a go getter. You know, like I believe in that mindset. Like when I like sit down and look at my horoscope, I be like, you. This is your mindset. Like you yeah. are someone that's very aggressive. Like when you believe in something, you believe when you fuck with somebody, you fuck with somebody. Mm-hmm. But like it, it does become a clutch. When, like, you're too in your head. Mm-hmm. And when you try to control things that are not in control. Yeah. That you're not in control of. And yeah. that goes into me with my black, my black, my black man, my black, my toxic, my toxic masculinity is when I try to control everything. Mm-hmm. And that is, like, could be, like, mansplaining sometimes. Yeah. Like, I be trying to be like, oh, no, that's not what you meant. Yeah. No, no. That's, that is what I meant. <laughs> and you shut the fuck up. Right. But me, I'm over here like, oh, I wasn't trying to, like, talk over you. I'm just trying to correct you. So, yeah. like, child, that, For I sure. do believe in my Zodiac. I, my zodiac, I be people already know, bitch. I come for their jugular, <laughs> and I will not give no fucks. No, I'm very analytical. I try to think through all of that shit, and I don't know. Start to stress out when you're trying to think through your emotions. Yeah, you're like you can't. Like they just flow. We impulse. We Whatever's in- the first thing you yeah. say, go left. I go right. <laughs> because just because I my impulse told me to go right, and That's I'll deal with that later. Annoying as fuck. I don't know no Aries that I know of. But See, you. we're a rare breed. <laughs> I'm first of all, I'm not. I'm the. I'm a controlled Aries. Okay. I am an Aries that knows my knows my limits. Mm-hmm. I know my boundaries. I know my capabilities. 
there are some areas where they don't have a boundary. Oh. So they're going to keep coming at you. And if you can take it, fine. If you cannot, you're a pussy. You're a mm. bitch. You're weak. You're soft. My mm. mom is Aries and I have a twin sister. She's Aries. And my dad is like, oh, fuck who my dad is. He's, his birthday was in June. I'm sorry, dad, if I forget your birthday. I think it's in June. And like, he's like, he's different. But like, bro, if you can't deal with an Aries, then like, you can't deal with us. You can't yeah, deal with us. I have a few Aries friends, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's coming. I'm only bringing this up because my birthday is coming up Tuesday. Y'all better support. The Wait, birthday boy. What's, what's going on? What's the move? Okay, so the podcast is out. No, I'm just playing. I have stuff coming up. I have like a party and then I have like, um, it's stress. Let me, let me not think about it because right now I'm about to probably have like 18 like stress bumps and like mm-hmm. my brain, I'm about to have to take sleep with like Keep it cute. By the way, y'all, Debra's skin is so gorgeous. <gasps> like, not a bump inside. Oh my God. Just a glow. I still shock. What I do is I mind my business. <laughs> Okay. And I drink my water when I need to. Because <laughs> right now you're not. I'm not drinking water at all. And that's what, I, that's what I've been told. I've been told <laughs> to drink on this water. heavy. But we are about to close out this episode. So with the parting words, I'm going to actually ask you, do you have any parting words? Since we talked about so many things, do you have any like lasting words you want, to li- you want the viewers or listeners to like have with you? Hmm. Hmm. Or I can say mine's and then... You yeah, know. you go and then I'll see how I feel. <sighs> so everybody knows what mine's is going to be, but I love saying mine's, but mine's is be so in love with who you are. It's something that we always need to know every day. We are constantly evolving and we are constantly getting to know who we are. So never not be in love with the progress that you're making, the love yes, that you have for yes, yourself yes. and the growth that is going to be coming. Yes. Okay. So this is like full circle. Yes. Because this is the first time I've ever asked somebody parting words. And I'm always like adding new shit. So well, people, don't be guinea picking on me. No, I'm guinea picking. Every no, episode I'm guinea pig. People will probably come back like, can we do another episode there yes. so you can give me with these questions? But what are your parting words? My parting words, as I said earlier, I stand by this. This is my goal or my idea, my theme for 2019. 2019. Be intentional. Yes. Be intentional. Yes. Have a purpose behind the things you do. Yes. If anybody asks me what my goals are, to be intentional about everything. Make goals. Have a purpose. Yes. Walk towards it. Come on. Period. 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 It's a meme. So I'm going more so to a meme of this little, I, don't, I can't be rude. It's this girl that has like some some disability mm-hmm. and like it's a voice over her saying like, period. And it's so funny because it's like, I can see her. Debrie. You know, it's like, <laughs> no. it's, it, I want to show you, but she's like, period. Like, bitch, period. And it's so funny because I'm like, you better eat you these better. <laughs> Period. Gal- but, uh. First of all, thank it's you so much. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm not shading her. I'm, cl- I'm giving her clout. I'm oh, giving that whole girl oh. clout. You better tell her, period. Culture. We own it. I'm giving her clout. So, okay. first of all, thank you so much for being a part of this episode. Yeah. Like, I had so much fun today. Like, it was a lot of conversations going on. But, like, I feel like we got to, like, dive into a lot of conversations. I got to know who you were yes. as a person. I feel like the audience and the viewers got to, like understand who you were in this yeah. culture and cancel culture and corporate life and bisexuality yes. and a little bit of horoscope so yes. <laughs> thank you so broad i'm broad it was a broad conversation <laughs> but like i have basically like i create a space where you can say whatever you want yeah like you're going to want to open up you're going to want to have a conversation you're going to want to like talk about so many things granted I only got so much time because a bitch be tired yes. but like i be wanting to have a space so Thank you for doing it. Thank you for having me. So, um, if you have an Instagram or social media that you want people to follow you on, what is this? 
Because you're a story. Yes. So my Instagram, I can now toot my horn and say be lit. It'd be annoying as fuck sometimes because I'd be doing a lot. No, it don't. Okay. Look, just Patty, sizing you up. No, it don't. I you better, it. you better Thank like you. it. No, yeah. But yeah, so follow me on Instagram, a freaking underscore print. So that's a f r e a k i n underscore it's king. Sorry, right? I'm right. Sorry. That was a throwback. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Listen, people, follow me on Instagram yes. at a freaking underscore king. That's a f r e a k i n underscore k i n g. Yes, you know, actually, every time I see your name, I always thought African. Thank you, Debrie. <laughs> Thank you, Debrie. Okay, I was about to say before he said that it's a play on words of for African. like a freaking and African. Yes. Oh, you get it. Debrie gets me. First, look at me like I get no. that shit because when I seen it, I was like, it's yes. African. I, was, I used to type your name and I used to be like, this is African, but it's like, yes. no, it's not African. It's African. <laughs> so I used to be like, what the fuck? Yes. So yes, follow him at um, so for it. A freaking King. And you all, if you have any questions or um, comments um, that you would like to have answered on the show, you can definitely email thatblackboyjoypodcast at gmail.com or Twitter at ThatBlackBoyJoy or our Instagram at ThatBlackBoyJoyPodcast. If you have any questions or consults or would like to be on the show. And with that, I would love to say peace and love and harmony. Peace and love and harmony. Yes. What really make you happy? Weave when you feel crappy or weave when you're hurt happy. Or growing up and never had a daddy. Now you're stunning, you're happy. That's what you call black boy.